You're listening to Intentional Optimists, the podcast for unconventional leaders, where you'll find inspiration, learn to discover and develop your own strengths, and hear from inspiring women just like you who are making a difference in their community. Who knows, you just might find yourself stepping up as the next unconventional leader right where you are. I'm your host, Andrea Johnson, the original Intentional Optimist. Happy New Year, my friend, and welcome to Episode 67 of the Intentional Optimist Unconventional Leader Podcast. I am so excited to start this next year with you. Y'all know how much I love new beginnings, right? Every Monday, if you're in my Facebook group, you see my Hey, It's Monday post. It's just a wonderful way to restart every single week. Well, January 1st is the biggest new beginning every year. You know, my husband and I have talked about how we both have this sense that it's just going to be an amazing year. It feels so full of promise and anticipation. I have dreams and plans that I am kind of ready to act upon, which always feels both a little scary and exciting. And it's nice to know that he's in my corner, but he's not the only one. I have friends, colleagues, clients, and you. All of you are excited to see where we'll go, both as a movement and as a community. So let's get the party started, shall we? Now, each year, as a way to create a point on the horizon and give me a theme within which to think, dream, and grow, I pick a word, a word of the year. Sometimes it's one that encourages me to be bigger, like freedom. Sometimes it's a word of comfort, like restore or refresh. And many times it's a word of challenge, I had the word courage two years in a row. What does that tell you? (laughs) I had a lot of courage to learn. These are a challenge to myself to just become more, more clear, more authentic, more true and honest, more me. And this year, more than ever before, I'm seeing a call to this practice all over social media from coaches in the Enneagram spaces, like suggestions for each type, what the word could be for a one or a two or like me, a six. And I wanted to share with you my process for picking a word and what it looks like to live all year long with one. Because for some of you, it feels a little daunting to think that you need to stick with one word all year long. But bear with me, it's not that big of a deal. Now in 2021, my word was unapologetic. And before explaining my word for 2022, I'm going to share a little bit about what I learned living with that one for an entire year. I began with the understanding that there were certain things I needed to declare an unapologetic stance on, both to myself and to others. You see, it may come as a surprise to you, but sharing my actual opinion, especially if it might be contrary to those that I've held in high esteem or who are in power, is a little difficult for me. I want to fit in. I want to know that I have a place to belong, and sharing opinions contrary to the group usually doesn't produce harmony. Am I right? However, as we grow, we change. It's inevitable. And in order to keep growing, we have to own those changes, embracing the bigger and more mature and open person that we're becoming. So for me, starting the year declaring an unapologetic view in a few places helped me set up my own boundaries or what I might call anchor points. These could be milestones, touchstones, or guideposts, depending on what analogy works best for you, but this is always where I start. 
And last year I began with a few pieces, and the biggest one was that I had a true desire to unapologetically learn. And learn I did. This theme of unapologetic gave me the courage to read 12 books, one book a month, in addition to my daily Bible study and my fun, cozy mystery fiction reading. And they kind of ran the gamut of history, personal growth, leadership, finance, psychology, and theology. I even used a few of them to lead in a book club in my Facebook community and as teaching tools inside my membership community launch from the beach. So throughout the year, I listened to new voices and opened my eyes and ears to see and hear things I'd previously not had the courage or ability to do. The main thing about having a word like unapologetic as a word of the year is that it gives you a guide or a plumb line against which to measure what you choose to do and your progress along the way. Let me explain. As I walk through my year, I use a process called the Rhythms of Reflection. Now, this is also the structure we use inside my collaborative membership community as well. And the point is to regularly take stock of where we are, where we'd like to be, and how far we may have come. I've heard this referred to as measuring backwards. And I even had to be reminded of this recently when one of my coach friends said, Andrea, I think you might want to turn around and take a look at how far up this mountain you've already come before pushing for the summit. Yep, I had to be reminded of my own practice which is one of the main reasons I love being in community with others on the same personal growth path. So when I reflected each week, month, and quarter throughout 2021, I looked at my word of the year and I asked myself, all right, is there something new that I've discovered or decided that I am now or also unapologetic about? If so, I wrote it down with the date so that I could see when and where I had grown in that area. I have pages and pages of these in my journal. Every year I set aside, I don't know, 15 or 20 pages at the very beginning of my journal, and that's where I put my word of the year and all of the things that I learn about myself throughout the year as I reflect. So I put a tab in there, it makes it really easy. Now, I'm not going to go into all of that here, all of the things that I've learned about myself or all of the things I've become unapologetic about, because that's not really the point or relevant but I will be posting my book list and a wrap-up of some things that I am unapologetic about on my social media and in my newsletter. And I'll definitely be talking about a lot of this inside my membership community as a way to help each and every person grow. So if you want to know, check me out there and you'll get all the details. The list is long, comprehensive, and extremely meaningful to me. These are my anchors, my touchstones, my boundaries. Okay, so what is my word for 2022 and how did I pick it? My word this year is flourish. Out of everything that I learned in 2021 and becoming unapologetic, I realized the one thing I always want to be unapologetic about is my desire to contribute to the flourishing of humankind. So in 2022, I want everything I think, do, publish or sell, everyone I coach, teach, or guide, I want all of that to be focused on helping every single one of us flourish. That means me, my health, my mental and physical health, my business, because the growth of my business is evidence of how many people I help, my spirit, 
because as I grow inside, it overflows outside. And my mind, because the more I learn, the more I can share. It also means my family, my husband and son, and all of my extended family. They all have unique and special needs, and I want to be more aware of how I can contribute to their specific flourishing. It means my friends. Just like my family, they are each unique and will grow and flourish in their own way, and I want to be part of that beautiful blossoming and awakening. It also means my clients, coaching clients, members of my community, those I train in leadership, and you, my podcast listeners. I want everything I share to come from a place of openness and abundance so that you can all grow and flourish. So that's my declaration of my word and my intention for living with that as my overarching theme for the year. So how about you? Do you pick a word for the year? If not, just like everybody else it seems like out there on social media, I'd like to encourage you to do so. I think there are just two main things to remember when picking your word. First, it's a declaration of something you want or need to embody. Not necessarily something you already are or possess or even live out well. This is an aspiration. This is where reflection helps. Looking back at the last few years at what you may have learned, where your path is headed, and then kind of do a mental turn and look at the future. What word, concept, attribute, or character trait will help you get where you really want to go? Narrowing it down with those questions will help you figure out which word you need to choose. And second, refer back to it regularly throughout the year and record your insights. This is where the rubber meets the road. If you don't have a practice of at least monthly reflection, now is the time to start. As I shared, we have tools inside my collaborative membership community, and we hold each other gently accountable to our own goals and dreams. Regular reflection time, especially weekly, I do mine on Sunday afternoon, will help you see what trajectory changes you might want to make without going too far off course. It'll help you see how far you've come. So get to it. Pick your word for 2022. The process will help you reflect on where you've been and look at where you want to go. It will give you a vision of what you'd like the year to look like. And even if you don't do full-blown goals, it will give you a guideline or a plumb line against which you can measure your decisions in the coming months. Having a word for the year is a great place to start. If you put it up where you can see it, like on a post-it or a poster, or better yet, share it online, others can help hold you accountable to yourself and your desire to fulfill the meaning of that word this year. And like I mentioned, inside Launch from the Beach, we work together to help all of us reach our goals, specific or general. And I would like to personally invite you to join us. This can be your year, full of promise, anticipation, and growth. And all you're missing is the community to support you. Here's to 2022 and all the flourishing that we'll all be doing, recording and sharing throughout the year. Hey, thanks for spending your precious time with us today. If you love this podcast and find it to be uplifting and helpful, follow us or subscribe. Then please take a moment and leave a review and one of those amazing five-star ratings. You can also snap a screenshot right where you listen share it to social media and tag me. 
This helps others find us and will have an even bigger impact. If you're curious what it would be like to work more closely with me or to step up as an unconventional leader yourself, schedule a free discovery session and we'll chat. But maybe you're an entrepreneur looking for a support team. I'd like to personally invite you into my collaborative community, Launch from the Beach. It could be just what you're looking for. All of my contact information and all the links are included in the show notes. And don't forget, you can always connect with other intentional optimists in our Facebook community. You can follow my Facebook or Instagram page, or even connect with me on LinkedIn. Additionally, I invite you to subscribe to my newsletter, Optimistic Living. It's good stuff delivered straight to your inbox on a not so strict schedule, but always from the heart. Remember, unconventional leaders lead at every level, in any area, using their unique gifts. And you, my friend, are a leader. You are the future of leadership and the role models for future generations. Until next time.